must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic process. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream. Welcome to Great Men Back Then. Here's your host, Lauren Scott. You are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And welcome to Great Men Back Then, where we talk about, you guessed it, great men. Specifically, great men from American history. I am your host, Lauren Scott. Now, I know what you may be thinking right now. How can it be possible that a college student can possibly judge the character of some of the men in our history and call them great? especially when many of them had tremendous faults and made loads of mistakes. I mean, for crying out loud, more than half of the founding fathers owned slaves. My response to that would be this. Yes, many of the men in our history were flawed and made choices that were most definitely not commendable. But I am here to give you the facts. If we take a closer look into the lives of these men, we can better understand just where they're coming from. A lot of people will focus on have lived through more tragedy and more grief than most people in the 21st century will ever know or understand. Wars, adultery, child loss, and illness all play into the effect of how a person lives their life and makes decisions. For greatness is not about the number of mistakes one makes, but the number of times one overcomes those mistakes and perseveres through hardships. Today we are talking about the 40th president of the United States, Ronald Reagan. I'm here with Abigail Snyder, a sophomore studying English and biology. Abigail, how are you doing today? I am great. This is my second time on the show and I'm looking forward to some redemption. That is true. It is your second time on the show. Hopefully you do better than last time. Truly. All right, Abigail, are you ready? Yes, let's go. My first question for you. How many terms did Reagan serve as president? Uh, Two, I believe. That is correct. He did serve two terms. How many times was Reagan married? Oh, man, I remember reading this uh, somewhere. Three times? Oh, you're so close. Two times. Yes, that is correct. What career choice did Reagan make that would bring him much fame and popularity? So I believe he was an actor himself. That is true. He gained much popularity through that career. All right, my next question. Although he was an actor, which brought him much fame and popularity, what was his first career right after he graduated college? Wasn't he a sports broadcasting announcer? Yes, that is true. He started his career in radio despite the fact that he had no experience at all. Wow, okay. Kind of like both of us. Yeah, I was going to say. All right, Abigail, now we are moving into some true and false, so we have a 50-50 chance of getting it correct. Love it, love it. True or false, Reagan's father was an alcoholic. True, I do remember that, yeah. That is correct. True or false, Reagan worked two jobs in college to pay for his education. I don't know if you're trying to trick me. Did he work three jobs? Uh, Let's go with false. I think he worked more. Okay, this is a tricky question because I think he technically worked two jobs, but one of his jobs, he washed dishes for a fraternity house and a girl's dorm. Oh, that counts as two. So, and then his third job, 
he was a lifeguard. Okay, right. So right, I'm right. going to give that one to you, Abigail. Good job. Awesome. Yeah, so he he went to college because he had a partial football scholarship, but then he was responsible for paying the rest. So that's why he had to have so many jobs. And then on top of paying the rest of his college education, he also had to send money back home to his family who was struggling financially because wow. his father was an alcoholic. Okay, so he was dedicated to his family. He Love was it. very dedicated to his family as well as his studies. True or false? Reagan was always a conservative. Oh, I think this is actually false. I think he was not always a conservative. That is correct. It is false. He was influenced by his father, who was a huge supporter of FDR and the New Deal. Mm. Believe it or not, because we'll find out in this episode that Reagan actually did a lot of things that FDR would have strongly opposed. Oh, interesting. Okay. True or false? Reagan was very close to his children as they were growing up. I also remember this from a biography my mother made me read as part of the homeschool curriculum. I think it's true. Okay, this is another oh, no. This is another tricky one. He genuinely loved his children. He did. And he but wanted to guess. He was also busy. Yes. Okay. So he genuinely loved his children and he cared for them and he loved them as well as he could. However, we do have things from his children that they wrote or that they said saying that they knew that they were loved by their father, but they always felt this emotional distance mm. between them. And they believe that is because he was raised by a father who was an alcoholic. And so he did the best that he could from what he knew and from what he experienced. That's totally fair. True or false? Before Reagan ran for president, he was governor of California. True, yes. Good job, Abigail. Follow-up question. How many terms did he serve? Hmm. Um, let's say two. That is also correct. Yes. He served two terms. All right, Abigail, here is my last question for you. How many siblings did Reagan have? Did he have two sisters? He did not have two sisters. Do you want to give it another guess? Do you have three sisters? No, unfortunately. He actually did not have any sisters. Oh he goodness. just had one older brother. Wait, really? Yeah, his oh. name was Neil. Oh, Neil Reagan. Yes, but thank you. Abigail, I'm so impressed. You did so much better than last time. That is true. Uh, yeah, it's a real improvement from whatever I said last time. So thank you. Yes, thank you for joining us today. And without further ado, let's jump into the rest of the life of Ronald Reagan. Reagan was born on February 6, 1911. His parents' names were Jack and Nell, and he had one older brother named Neil. His parents could not have been more opposite. First of all, his father was a Roman Catholic and his mother was an active member in the Disciples of Christ. His father was more stern and not very reliable, whereas his mother was nurturing and supportive of what her sons always wanted. But perhaps the most noticeable difference between his father and his mother was that his father was an alcoholic. This affected his childhood in many ways. He and his family moved quite often when he was a young child because it was very difficult for his father to keep a job. His father's addiction also led to many arguments between him and his wife, and the tension would only grow worse around the holidays. Reagan's mother would always tell him and his brother not to blame their father, for alcoholism was a disease that he never could quite overcome. His mother made it clear that his father did not want to create instability within the family, 
but addiction consumed him, making it impossible to raise a family any other way. Despite the fact his father was an alcoholic and did not provide the best childhood for Reagan and his brother, Reagan still inherited qualities from both of his parents. He always grew up going to church with his mother and watching her be a friendly face to all. For all the years of his life, he would admire his mother's generosity and kindness to everyone she encountered. From his father, he inherited an interest in politics. His father was a supporter of FDR and his New Deal, which originally influenced Reagan to be left-leaning when he first became involved in politics in Hollywood. However, after his father died in 1941, Reagan began to lean to the right and he would never look back. Reagan was a man who always stood for what he believed and that is why I am featuring him on my show, Great Men Back Then, on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Growing up, Reagan was always a busy and adventurous boy. In high school, he was involved with many activities that included basketball, football, school plays, writing for the yearbook, and eventually becoming president of the student body. In 1928, he was able to attend Eureka College, but only because he received a partial football scholarship. Reagan would have to wash dishes for fraternity houses as well as a girl's dorm and be a lifeguard in order to pay for his education. On top of paying for his education, he also sent money home to his family who was struggling economically. Although Reagan was a brilliant guy, he graduated in 1932 with a C average and he ended up being an economics major. After graduation, Reagan began his career in radio, although he had no experience. He came up with a technique that included him memorizing the first line of what he had to say, and then everything he read after that would sound natural. Believe it or not, this technique actually worked and would be the method that he used for all of his life. In 1936, he had become very successful in the radio world and was earning a pretty significant salary. Everyone loved his recreations of the Chicago Cub baseball games as well as his sportscast of Big Ten football. Not only was Reagan a remarkable radio announcer, but he soon learned that he was a wonderful actor as well. Anyone could take one look at Reagan and know that he was meant for the movies. He was over six foot tall, had brown curly hair and captivating blue eyes. When he visited California in 1937, Warner Brothers just so happened to be looking for someone to replace one of their actors who unexpectedly died in a car crash. Between the years of 1937 and 1957, Reagan starred in 52 films. Reagan's involvement in Hollywood changed his life immensely. He met a young gal named Jane Wyman when he was filming for Brother Rat. The couple fell in love and eventually married on January 26, 1940. Together, they would have a daughter named Maureen in 1941, and they adopted a son named Michael in 1945. Although Reagan and his wife were happy when they first married, his wife began to take on roles in her acting career 
that would greatly accentuate her beauty. She received much attention from her films in which she was the main character and even ended up winning an Oscar. Although this fame was very exciting, it was around this time that Wyman and Reagan's marriage started to fall apart. They ended up getting a divorce in 1948. After they divorced, Reagan claimed that he had never been so unhappy in his life. Four years later, he started seeing an actress named Nancy Davis. They ended up marrying on March 4th in 1952 and had two children together named Patty Davis, born in 1952, and Ronald Prescott, born in 1958. Reagan started to become more himself once he married Davis. The couple loved each other very much, and Davis actually ended up giving up her acting career for Reagan. They would love each other for the rest of their lives. Reagan shifted from acting to politics when he became a member of the Screen Actors Guild as well as the Unions Board. In 1953, he became a secret informant for the FBI, reporting on communist activities in Hollywood. As president of the Screen Actors Guild, he worked effortlessly to get rid of any trace of communism while also not targeting those who were truly innocent. Reagan decided he wanted to take his political career further and run for governor of California. His fame in Hollywood and his remarkable speaking skills helped him and his campaign tremendously. Now, despite the fact that Reagan had no experience in government, he did a fantastic job of winning the people over. When asked what kind of governor he would be, he said, quote, I don't know. I have never played a governor before, end quote. Reagan ended up winning the election by a landslide in 1967 and even won a second term after that. Most of Reagan's achievements as governor occurred in his second term. In 1971, he worked with the Democratic Speaker of the Assembly, Bob Moretti, to win passage of the Welfare Reform Act, which tightened eligibility requirements and increased benefits. Reagan also worked with Democrats in the legislature in 1971 and 1972 to obtain property tax relief. Although some conservatives did not love the idea of Reagan working with the Democrats, many actually approved of it. By working with them, he could achieve more for the Republicans than if he were working against them. He also received much political credit through working with the Democrats. As governor, Reagan cared greatly about the environmental aspect of America. Although he was distrusted by many environmentalists, Reagan appointed a progressive resources director, Norman Livermore, a former lumberman who persuaded him to accept creation of a Redwood National Park in Northern California. With Livermore's encouragement, Reagan blocked a high dam proposed by the Army Corps of Engineers that would have destroyed one of California's most scenic valleys and subsequently supported and signed into law a bill protecting wild rivers on the state's north coast. He also broke with the administration of Richard Nixon and blocked a proposed Trans-Sierra Highway that would have bisected the John Muir Trail. As if Reagan did not have enough popularity as a handsome actor, 
his role as governor made him even more popular, especially amongst conservatives. He ended up winning the Republican presidential nomination in 1980 and chose former Texas Congressman and United Nations Ambassador George Bush as his running mate. On January 20, 1981, Reagan took office as the 40th President of the United States. America was troubled by inflation and had confidence that Reagan would provide a solution. He said in his inauguration address, quote, In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problems. Government is the problem, end quote. Whenever I read quotes like this from Reagan, it's just so hard for me to believe that he ever supported FDR's New Deal, but I guess it was because of the influence of his father, so it is understandable. Reagan was president for only 69 days when someone attempted to assassinate him. The bullet hit Reagan in the left lung, but thankfully it missed his heart, but just barely. He is remembered for his quick wit even during his surgery after the assassination. Before his surgery, he said to the surgeons, quote, I hope you are all Republicans, end quote. He was shot on March 30th, and on April 11th, he returned to the White House as an even more popular man than he was before. Reagan accomplished much as president, and I don't have time to talk about everything he did in detail, although I wish I could, so I will just have to cover the highlights. And these are the highlights that I found interesting, and I apologize that I won't get to include everything amazing that he did during his presidency. Reagan was a man who always stood for what he believed, and that is why I am featuring him on my show, Great Men Back Then, on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Reagan conquered the Cold War, which ended in 1989. He faced down threats of international communism with great bravery, and many people believe this is what led to the collapse of the Soviet Union. His policies were centered around a free market economy that created a very successful economy. While Reagan was president, the inflation rate decreased tremendously from 4% to 2.5%. There was also remarkable job growth, and by the end of his two terms, the nation saw more than 16 million jobs created. His new tax reform also encouraged a lot of Americans to work hard and invest in their future, which improved the quality of life for countless families around the nation. One of my favorite things Reagan did as president, and that I feel can be overlooked at times, is his focus on American principles that are so vital if we want to remain a free nation. He highly valued patriotism and the importance of family. He understood that if America wanted to remain a free nation, morality must be instilled in the American people themselves. This meant that there needs to be a strong familial influence in one's life in order to guide him. He put the importance on the individual rather than the government. Unlike presidents such as FDR and LBJ, Reagan saw the importance of an individual fighting for their freedom rather than the government just handing it over. He stood strong on his belief that the government's end was to protect the God-given rights of every citizen and merely that. This gave the people more responsibility, and at the end of the day, it also gave them more freedom in the way that the founders intended freedom to be. 
One of my favorite quotes by Reagan is this, quote, The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help, end quote. Another quote I love from Reagan that shows his humor is when he said, quote, I can define middle-aged. It is when you are faced with two temptations and you choose the one that will get you home by nine o'clock, end quote. Another one of my favorite stories of Reagan is whenever he was in the middle of a presidential debate and his age is brought up as a concern. Reagan then quotes Cicero and said, quote, if it weren't for the elders correcting the mistakes of the young, there would be no state, end quote. I love that Reagan quoted this by Cicero because it further shows that he is always going back to what the founders would have wanted for America. Cicero was one of the main influences when Thomas Jefferson was drafting the Declaration of Independence, and he was a man who the founders highly admired. The fact that Reagan always went back to the founding principles of America is very significant because until he came along, our nation was turning from those principles by relying too much on the government for inherent rights and freedom. Reagan would serve two successful terms before retiring and living a happy and peaceful life. However, this peaceful retirement could only last for so long. On November 5th, 1994, Reagan addressed a letter to the American people, quote, My fellow Americans, I have recently been told that I am one of the millions of Americans who will be afflicted with Alzheimer's disease, end quote. He ended the letter saying, quote, I now begin the journey that will lead me into the sunset of my life. I know that for America, there will always be a bright dawn ahead. Thank you, my friends. May God always bless you. Sincerely, Ronald Reagan, end quote. Over the next few years, Reagan slowly disappeared from the public as this disease began to take over every aspect of his body. His thoughts, language, and memories slowly started to deteriorate. On June 5, 2004, Reagan died. Leaders from all around the world, both Republican and Democrat, attended his funeral and I believe that is a true testament that speaks to how wonderful of a man he was. Reagan fought for the values in which America was founded upon, and because of that, I argue he was a great man. He was great because he worked and negotiated endlessly to end the Cold War and stop communism. He was great because he saved America's economy by decreasing inflation and creating millions of jobs. He was great because he opposed the newly popular belief that man was created for government. He strongly believed that the government was created for man and only to protect their rights. For all of these reasons, I argue that Ronald Reagan was a great man. Thank you for listening to Great Men Back Then, where we talk about great men who shaped our nation into what it is today. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode and even learned something new. Come back next week as we will talk about another great man on Great Men Back Then with your host, Lauren Scott, on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.